0: Get ready for your daily dose of encouragement and inspiration from an entrepreneur with years of experience. She is going to help you step into your personal power and believe what is possible.
1: You're listening to The Motivation Zone with your teacher and coach, Sherry Ann Schultz. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This is Sherry Schultz with The Motivation Zone, and I have a very special guest with me today whose wisdom and knowledge has gained him international notoriety where he has addressed over 5 million people globally. Isn't that unbelievable, guys? Through speaking engagements, books, and his online presence. Sujit Lawani is an entrepreneur, a business coach, an international inspirational speaker, and an author. But wait, I'm not done yet, guys. He is the founder, the CEO an editor-in-chief of Inspiration Unlimited e-magazine with over a million readers a month. And I know Sujit will correct me if I got anything wrong here, but I am so (laughs) excited to have him on the Motivation Zone podcast right now. And I believe Sujit and I have a lot of common practices and methodology. So with no further ado, welcome Sujit Lawani. (laughs)
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Sherry, and it's such a pleasure to be with you on this podcast and also with all the listeners who are listening right now. It's a pleasure and honor, in fact. Over to you again, Sherry, and thank you for such a wonderful introduction.
1: Thank you, Sujit. I am so grateful that you were able to join me today, and I know my audience and listeners are going to gain a wealth of knowledge and wisdom from you today. So
0: I'm looking forward to share it ahead with them, Sherry.
1: Well, fantastic. Uh, Sujit, I know you have a beautiful story to tell us. So why don't mm-hmm. you tell my listeners how you came to be this international speaker and sharing your message globally? It's all yours, oh.
0: Oh, thank you, Sherry. You know, first of all, to all the listeners, it definitely wasn't an easy start for me in my life. Comes from a very humble beginning. In fact, one of the things I love to share with so many people across the globe that we started off in a very modest home, uh, in a ten by ten square feet home. So it was like a hundred square feet home. And from there, with a modest start like that, there was very little hope to what all I could accomplish because there's very little exposure to so many opportunities in the world at that kind of a limited resource situation. You know, less did I know that I would go on to become an international speaker, the only biggest goal you could have possibly is to complete, you know, your education really well, or probably, you know, my dad was pursuing a small business back then. And the greatest hope you or dream you could really have for yourself is maybe one day I will go on to pursue the business, you know, that he would have set up by then as I grew up and then continue it for him. You know, both of us thought probably we would, you know, do that. And then as we grew up, you know, one of the things that I found remarkably strong about my father, which I really want to acknowledge and bring to light here is his charismatic conduct. He always knew how to conduct himself 100% strong, well, and That got him social connections, that got him business upliftment, that got him his growth, that got him his respect in the society. I knew most of the people in our circles looked up to him, all of those things. And despite the fact that we came from a very modest background, I never saw that expression on his face that we were lacking resources or, you know, we were from an average middle class family. No, one of the things that was very strong with him, with his conduct of life was we were abundantly, uh, you know, resourced and we were never into the scarcity zone and those qualities of his motivated and inspired me from very early on and always kept driving me one day i am got to be at least 0.1% 0.1% of what kind of an individual he is. So as I grew up, of course our situation changed. He pulled off his business pretty well. And as I was a teenager, I saw him go through losses as well. But even those losses, he had the perfect temperament for it and some very strong lessons for me that so just whatever you do, make sure you excel at it and do good and just put it into the ocean and just forget it. So these couple of lessons with all the other inspiration that I had as I was growing up, I knew that one day I got to make a mark that will make him really proud and stand up for what legacy is leaving for me. And that's how I knew that whatever I do, I need to excel. But honestly, Sherry, I had no idea what I had to be doing. So one of the things that as a grade 10 pass out student in our country down here, we make choice of what stream we go into. Do we study commerce? Do we study science? Or do we study arts? And I was at those crossroads to make a selection. By some formula I took up science because I thought I was good at science, that I was really passionate about it. But I knew one thing that my dad taught me that, yes, I got to excel at it if I pick it up. And I know that those two years of my life, were the most that I studied landed me into the top college of my country Uh, you know one of the top colleges of my state in fact the province uh, you know Karnataka or National Institute of Technology it's you know parallel to IITs in India today the most reputed institutions for science education and engineering education in fact I knew that this is something I had to pursue because by then I had already fallen in love with physics and I knew I had to be a theoretical physicist and all of those things were my dreams but very little did I know Sherry and for all the listeners that it was be around first year of my engineering that would complete and then third semester was about to begin and I met somebody who influenced me and said hey listen you know this is a business opportunity this is how you could probably you know be a self-made individual yourself Uh, I would say that it was an age where I could be easily influenced at a point in time and I said hey listen I know I have a long life and I know physics is going to be one of the ends to it but I know I was an explorer and I had that desire to learn so much more and experience even more in my life and I knew one of the strong resources that I need for myself is a good amount of money and great amount of network and also keep up the you know legacy that my father inspired in me that build some sustainable businesses and of course do good in the world. That's when I said, I'm going to pick that opportunity up. It was into the network marketing industry and about three to five years, I pursued that very strongly. But as I grew up, I realized the industry and the society were not amiable to each other. They were not so friendly and I realized this is not a place where I can put my foot down and say I can build a lifetime of a career because I knew that my father told me that whatever you do, do it really well. I pursued that career extremely well, gave a lot of marketing presentations and seminars to very large audiences. And I think that got me into speaking as against the fact that most of the times I was offered stage before that during my schooling or during my initial college years, I know that I was very shy, thought of myself as an introvert, and I thought I would never make it to do well on the stages, except when I was absolutely overprepared, you know, to go onto the stage with tons of hours of preparations. And that's what was my initial years in speaking. And then a couple of things that really helped me for all the readers, you know, listeners who are still catching up with us, this would probably sum up the entire story. You know, one of the things that added to the advantage when I thought, okay, now I'm out of that industry, I'm going to start something on my own. Uh, You know, I do not want to divert myself and start working into a company, take up a technical job. And all of these skill sets do not come of use to me because I know I will lose track in some point in, time. So I thought, let me do something with my skill set of public speaking and all of these abilities and so much of reading that I've done. And I started announcing to all my circles that yes, I'm taking on to motivational and inspiration speaking full time. It was very difficult in the beginning. But one of the things that really paid off well was I said, I have no charges associated. I knew that the speakers around the world were actually charging money, their livelihood, but I didn't know how to do that because I thought I was very new to it. And I didn't know my talent could already be, uh, you know, paid for at that point in time. So I decided I'll go ahead and I will deliver it completely free of cost. And for three long years, Sherry, no matter who invited me, what sizes of audiences, I knew one thing. I will say a yes and I will go and deliver the best any agenda they invited me for. So right from a basic motivational gig to intense topics on which they knew that it wasn't easy for them to find another speaker, I would just say, yes, I would do my deep study, great conversations with the networks in those circles that I had and go down with all my acumen and ability to understand the number one speech that would add value for all of their audiences. And that kind of brought me the word of mouth. Hey guys, listen, this is a speaker you must invite. And then I didn't know if those guys would be kind enough to still now start sponsoring my sessions. But most people found it very advantageous that they could get a guy like this completely free of cost. And I kept going and going and going. And that built at a point in time, I I was doing like three speeches a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening, one in the morning is 1,000 gathering. The one in the afternoon is like 2,000 gathering. And one in the evening is a very core group of about 150 professionals. And I would not say no to it because I knew if something in my future belongs, it's in this sector. And I got to make a mark bigger than anyone else also the fact that my age was being a little bit of a disadvantage because early on, I didn't know how to convert that to an advantage. And Indian market scenario was not that open to motivational speakers. So one of the things they found as an advantage, oh, this guy's not going to charge and he's going to be so entertaining because this is going to light up the evening or the day for them because this young guy, he's going to do great energy. So that's how one after the other sharing it grew. And that's when I realized it's time I I make sure this is a profession for me because I now want to bring together a team as well. And then now... Scale this impact not just locally down here in Bangalore or a few places in my circles here in India, you know, rather I would want to take it international. So that's when I wanted to put up a team, and that's when I said, I'm not going to charge for this. Three years of delivering so many speeches, not many people were taking to it that they would be open to pay for it. But then I would always say, whatever is the fee that I'm going to charge in case your audience does not love it and you won't have the best time of your life, I would return you twice the money in case you fail your commitment. And that's how we started getting one geek after the other and to our record word we never had to, you know, refund because everyone who came a part of our sessions just loved it so much. They would come back to me after three or four years and they would say, this is like unlimited inspiration. And that's the story why we named our company Inspiration Unlimited, because I felt every single person moving out is saying this is unlimited inspiration. So we just loved it. Hope there was something on the internet to follow. That's when I named the company Inspiration Unlimited and put it in place. And I was always on the lookout for any and every international opportunity, you know, where I could go and speak so that I could build my net across the world because I knew Southeast Asia was still growing by European American markets or probably even other countries which were still growing as nations. They were looking forward to so much motivation and inspiration. And this would be the next big thing for me to invest my energies and money into. And that's how, you know, I started traveling as close as Nepal down here. And then we addressed like several and several speeches in Nepal. Say I've done like 25, 30 visits to that location. And we've almost addressed like uh, out of the 5 million that we talk about two, two 2.5 million people just from Nepal. Nepal. You know, that was kind of surprising for me that they would give me so much love, you know, via all means, 12,000 gathered under one roof in Nepal. And then we would be pulling off a terrific show, the largest summit that happened in Malaysia, they invited us. And then it happened that One Young World has a body that brings together 180 countries under one roof. I got the opportunity to be one of the key speakers amongst the 43 people they selected out of 1,600 amazing leaders around the world they had. And I was lucky that from India, I was representing and that was in uh, US that I came down to Pittsburgh and I Delivered that session and that brought my profile international. And then this is a short journey from uh, being somebody who probably had the most modest dreams and modest upbringing to being an international speaker. And I still feel, Sherry, this is just the tip of the iceberg. And there is so much more to do.
1: Sujit, that is amazing. I (laughs) have little notes here. Unbelievable. And you say you were an introvert? I don't think so.
0: Nobody would believe that. But just because you brought this up, I would tell you, I was in my first year of engineering during graduation. And there was a debate competition and 50 people applied for it. I was the 47th guy. By the time the 45th guy was speaking, I backed out and went back to my hostel, saying that I don't think I can do extempore because I'm not good at this. I don't have the skill set and I, I backed out. So just to give you that insight. <laughs> no,
1: yeah, you know what? And I have to tell my listeners right now, Sujit is right now in Bangalore, India, and we're interviewing him from India directly. And his story is amazing. And not only that, Sujit, your dad was such a major inspiration because I always look at it. We do our best and we forget the rest. Oh, yes. Yeah, we all have stories. And I'm sure your dad had lots of stories, but he never let it reflect out of him. I get it. Yeah. You see, you always seem the best in your dad and he instilled those morals, those values to do your best regardless what it is you're doing.
0: Absolutely.
1: And and I think that's so important for my listeners because I know I speak to that all the time. No matter what you're doing, do your best and have patience, persistence, and commitment. I mean, think about this listeners, Sujit, has been talking for three straight years and never took a dime for his services. Well, Absolutely. I mean, that's what it takes. And, and I think, and Sujit, I, I'm sure you would agree with me, that people give up before they reach the finish line.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes at the very onset, sometimes in the middle of the game and sometimes very close to the finish line. You know, for everybody who's gone through that, right after the finish line is where the next journey starts. If you can make your mind to that, you will surely not give up.
1: And I know, Sujit, you've talked to so many people and so have I, they're so close. And I'm like, keep going because you're almost there. Oh, oh yes. (laughs)
0: Absolutely, Sherry. I completely agree and second that.
1: Yes. And then, okay, now, Sujit, now that you've told us our story and inspired all of us right now, I want you to tell us how you started Inspiration Unlimited. This is an e-magazine, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sujit, that has over a million readers a month.
0: Oh, yes. I'm so delighted to share this. Like I said, the way we named Inspiration Unlimited... But that was the training company that we had named. And then one fine day, right after a year, year and a half of naming the brand, one day me and my brother were having a discussion and he said, oh my God, look at the amount of negativity in the newspapers these days, you know, crime, murder, rape, politics. Nobody wants to talk positive. Nobody wants to talk the good things happening in the city. You have all the time to talk about the affairs of big industrialists, actors and actresses, but you don't have the time to cover the story of somebody who's working so hard and making their way up or probably feature speakers and coaches and you know, leaders and presidents of organizations who are doing a wonderful job, NGOs, and so much of impact that's happening. Why don't newspapers or media have enough columns for that? And I said, uh, You know, brother, listen, there's no point in complaining about it. Why don't we do something about it? He said, How can we do it? And that's it. I came back to my office. I told my team, Hey guys, listen, we are starting a media which is going to be all positive and no gossips. And then everybody's like, How are we going to do it? I said, I don't know how we're going to do it. But since we are all people who believe in speed, And we believe in doing it now. We're going to do it right now. Tomorrow, I'm announcing to everybody that IU is going to launch a media. So what's the name? Okay, let's keep it IU, Inspiration Unlimited. Why bother searching for a new name? And how do we do? We don't have enough budget for print media. I said no print media. We go digital. We go technology. And then second, so how do we do it? Are we going to design a monthly newsletter? That's going to be called a magazine. But since it's an e-magazine, because it's all online, we're going to name it e-magazine. And we Googled out. We saw that not... Too many e-magazines existed at that point in time that were doing phenomenally well. They were The blogging industry was just on the edge of the growth and we of an e-magazine and a blog and collectively we were gonna progress towards becoming a media. So it's this is how I call it, the small businesses, the SMEs and the corporate. So the SMEs is where we stand as an online media. Neither are we the New York Times or the Huffington Post of the world uh, nor are we the small blogs that exist on the internet that are providing value in certain sectionalized sectors. We are that online media that has the capacity to partner summits, power authors, help businesses, publish so much of positive content and still be ranked there as the number one inspirational e-magazine. But this was a dream on day one. So what we did to start right now, I said, make it easy, my friends. Put a small subscription box on my training company website and we're going to say, hey guys, we are launching the world's number one, to be number one Inspirational E-Magazine. A lot of people said, I said, no to be. This is going to be. So I'm going to say the tagline is going to be the number one Inspirational E-Magazine. Everybody thought this was too much to claim at the very onset. I said, what we announce and what we are intentional about is what we will end up attracting. So right on day one, Sherry, just for all the listeners and you and our conversation with put that tagline there. It was a box on my training website. We got 100 subscriptions (laughs) in a matter of one month, five writers, 12 articles for the first edition. And bang, we made a launch with 350 people attending that because as a speaker, I could make those audiences happen. But we launched in full style. We announced to the world that we have five writers, 12 articles and 100, you know, people who are going to read us. And everybody was like, or is that even big, you know, for you to, you know, make such a big noise about it. I said, if you cannot celebrate your first steps of success, you know, you can never reach the end of the journey that you're destined to reach. And I said, when I started one month ago, (laughs) when I started one month ago, I had no writers, no readers, and no people who would visit this. But today I have five writers, 12 articles and 100. And mind you, I'm going to grow this much bigger and much better. But within a month, this is surely success for me already that I want to celebrate with. That's how we launched it, Cherry, And it's been about seven and a half years. We were very lucky to attract amazing distribution partners. Because one thing I understood, millions of blogs out there, millions of websites, and everyone's trying to get visit onto their website. So my goal was not just to get website visits alone, but I wanted my content to reach, my stories to reach several thousand people. And I knew collaboration is the key. For 21st century. And I partnered with amazing partners that got me a reach which was much bigger than I could build it all alone. And today, one of these apps and one of the channel partners has 100 million plus downloads and 10 million active readers. And we get access to share our stories and content with all of their potential readers across seven different geographies of the world, US, UK, Canada, Singapore, Malaysia, Australia, and India. And I know our website today with all of the, you know, amazing work that our team has done on it you know today across the world you go anywhere and google the keywords inspirational e magazine and we definitely rank amongst the top 3 and i would not be ashamed to say that we rank number 1 in some of these nations so we indeed then became the number one inspirational media and we partnered with about 500 summits the most large scale summits globally around the world you know of the skytech summit london you know the big data summit the women in technology summit the rice summit from hong kong we partnered with all of them as their online media partners and that gives me pride but just to tell all the readers you know can start out of one conversation but when you feel like doing it do it now and start small it just doesn't matter how small it is it can't get smaller than a small box on a training website
1: (laughs) that is unbelievable and sujit you are so correct in what you say when you go out there and in the media it's all negativity i can turn on the radio or the tv and i'm like done i don't need that but inspiration unlimited e-magazine is only positive right
0: Enriching information that can add value to life. So should somebody bump into an article, even even if we talk about breakups or you know, you know, situations which are hard or hard luck stories, there's always that angle that we try to bring out of that hidden inspiration in that to yes. do good, be more, achieve more, and even more exemplify your lives with that. So that's exactly what we try to do.
1: That is fantastic because there's always a golden rainbow somewhere. There's a lesson in everything that we go through. and I think
0: Absolutely.
1: That. Yeah. And it's about us to find that lesson. So true,
0: we, true, true.
1: Right. And, and the, here's the other thing that I always come across, and I'm sure you do as well, Sujit. It's like people keep doing the same thing and expect different results.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Happens. That happens so often.
1: <laughs> right. And it's about stepping outside your comfort zone and doing something you've never done before. Yeah, it's going to be scary. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. But you're going to... Get on that other side of that mountain and you're going to be so happy you took that first step, right?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you got to get comfortable with the discomfort. This is one of the formulae I always say. You got to get comfortable with the discomfort and the day that discomfort becomes your comfort zone. You know, you're finding new equilibriums for your life every now and then.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, gosh, Sujit, that is <laughs> great. I get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Now, tell me this. What do you think is the emotional factor? What, what emotional factor really holds people back today?
0: I think one of the strongest emotional factors that holds people back today is the whole fear of failure and what are the peer people, peer group around me going to think when I do not succeed at what I'm about to do. You know, the fact that I am more worried and anxious, you know, when it does not become what I have promoted it to be. The day one, I start my dream, I start talking about it, and I get everyone in sync with what it's going to be. And then eventually on the day four, day five, day 11, or first year completion, it does not become what it is supposed to be or what I said at least. I am very worried that everyone around me is going to think, Once again, because we've already failed so many other things, right? Once again, I failed another thing and this is something I can't face. But the reality is nothing that you started out is ever going to be exactly the same as you once spoke about it because you, your idea, your venture, your work, all of them are going to grow together and so is the definition of it. So please, my dear friends, if this is holding you back, the fear of failing, the fear of not keeping up to what you started out for. Just know by default, you won't be able to stand up for what you started out for because by the time you move ahead on the journey, you would have evolved as an individual. So will your idea and so will your destination. Your direction will remain consistent, but your destination will keep evolving. And that's one thing I would like to share, Sherry.
1: You know, I was just going to ask you, you just answered the question for me. And I'm like, <laughs> you have to stay focused on your target, your destination, because that's what's going to pull you through. Okay,
0: but, but like we discussed, you know, Sherry, just to stay on the direction and believe in the destination, even if it evolves, it's only going to get better if you don't keep shifting the direction just because you stopped you know, getting to where you thought you will get in a stipulated amount of your time. There will be time when you'll have to reset some of your targets. But just remember, you are headed in a particular direction and you must not change that till you get there.
1: That's right. You know, and, and I wanted to bring up something further about celebrating your victories. I think that is so important. You know, when we're trudging through, trying to reach our target, we forget we've had little successes along the way. Knowledge those successes, those victories, because that's what's going to motivate you to keep pressing forward.
0: Absolutely. And and also given the fact that a lot of times in our journey, when we have seen one success after another and we see a failure and we start from Crash into another career, another direction, we start thinking, I've already celebrated these levels of success in my previous career or place or previous workplace. It's absolutely incorrect. Every single new coming journey will have its own small successes, no matter how small they look, I cannot re-celebrate them as completely fresh and new. Just the way you brush every single morning, drink the same water every single day. You need to know that if you cannot celebrate your successes as a fresh, fresh as they come each time, you're never going to grow them in size. So I request every listener and just know if nobody else is joining you, I will. (laughs) 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 Feel free to tell me and I will join you. (laughs)
1: Oh my God, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I also was reading something and tell me if this is correct about Mm -hmm. a deed a day.
0: Oh yes. Oh yes.
1: Integrate this into our life.
0: Right. Oh, oh! This is this is one of the strongest visions that I think I commit my life to, Sherry. So it's about 10 years ago that I felt this vision, put it out like a hobby kind of a thing out on the platform, then got some of my team members to align with the vision. They created the technology platform. And today it's a full fledged social networking platform for all the volunteers and NGOs, people who believe that they are doers of good deeds, and they don't find another media platform to go out there and share it. Because the more you share, the more it grows. And the more it grows, the more feedback you get. And the more feedback you get, the more you get encouraged. And hence, you do more of it. So one of the that i believe when i was looking around in the world but one of the things that was really missing was all of us trying to do one good deed every single day for real if i ask you when was the last time you remember you did something kind good-hearted execute something do something for someone and not really expect anything in return you know i feel those must be things that you must do every single day as hard as it can get and as easy as it can start Let us start with doing one good deed every single day and if all 7 billion of us could probably reach here, the world would be so much more of a better place. Having a good intent is one thing, but having great execution is another. And I think doing one good deed every day can be one of those executions you might want to dedicate a portion of your life to. Since people run out of ideas very often, we thought we'll create a whole platform out there that... People now become individual social responsibility aware. That's a term I coined about five years ago. I said corporate social responsibility has been doing great for a lot of time and it's going to be around for ages to come. But I think it's the age we are living in where individual social responsibility holds the key to a much better world and in a much faster way. And that's when a deed a day happened. I tell you, it's very challenging to get there, but take it as a destination towards perfection. It's like pursuit. You will never meet the end goal of being consistent with one good deed every day for let's say 30 years or 40 years. And that's a goal to achieve. Even if you pursue this goal and you end up doing one good deed every single week, my dear friend, you're adding value to this world that badly needs it.
1: That just warms my heart, Sujit. It just does. <laughs> it, it does. I, I'm listening to you and I'm like, isn't that the truth? If we could just focus on one deed and maybe it's only once a week, but still we're doing something to move forward, taking action. As I say, on top of everything that this young man does, he's also published a book and he's an author. So, yeah, tell me what the reasons were for writing Life Simplified, Sujit.
0: Life Simplified, I think I'll sum it up in a very easy nutshell after listening to my entire story. By now, most of the listeners already know with all of the things I was trying to do, my life surely must have gotten so complex (laughs) that I just kind of wanted to figure out not easier hacks, but simpler hacks. There's a huge difference. Everything that comes big is never going to be easy. It's going to be challenging, but... It can always be simple. You know, you cannot quench your thirst without water. It's as simple as that. But the fact that you have to fetch water for yourself several times a day that gets difficult. Likewise, you have to upgrade yourself, your understanding, your wisdom, you know, several times a day gets very difficult. And as you progress on your career, it gets very simple. So if you get your hacks right, if you get your basic right, if you get your foundation of principles right, you always just need to act on them and you will see a journey wonderfully unfold for you. So my life was so complex that I was busy figuring hacks. What's the purpose of my life? Why am I living? How do I follow my heart? Everybody I meet says, follow your heart, follow your heart. What's in there? I have no idea. So I was kind of very confused. Where do I put all my energy? And everything I do, I find interest. What do people like me do when they get interested in everything they do? How do I really know one is a calling and the other one is a falling? <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, I better write a simple up. About everything, Sherry. I need to share this with the readers here. I was a non-reader, a typical non-reader until my first year of graduation. And that's when I decided I'm going to read, 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 because everybody around me is like, I'm reading this, I'm reading that. And I was a typical non-reader. Every time I picked up a book, it's a fat one, thin font, smaller fonts. And I'm like, oh my God, I can never read this. Buy them just to make sure all my friends think that I'm reading, put it on the shelf and just forget it. No, that's not going to help me. If I really want to make progress, I got to read. That's when I committed to reading and I must tell you today, I look back so fondly at thousands of books that I've read. Yes, it's about over 2000 books. But I want to tell everybody, this book, Life Simplified, happened for typical non-readers like me between 14 to 28. Just make this book for all of them. But then everybody else started asking, hey, Sujef, can you write something for us? For all the listeners, I would like to say that Life Simplified 2.0 will be coming out in six months. Life Simplifiers, a collection of all the quotes possible, is going to come out in three months. And there's another book that two books that I'm working on, you know, that will be out by the December 2020. So yes, there's more content coming out. But the first book, Life Simplified, is for typical non-readers between 14 to 28, youngsters just making their way up so if you know of nephew niece your brother your siblings who are right in that age and want to make their way up but hate reading please buy this coffee table read and ask them to have a coffee with sujit lalwani in virtual written format
1: i am gonna leave all the links but sujit where can someone one of my listeners right now who says yes i need this book where do they need <laughs> the to purchase it
0: Oh, just just everywhere, Amazon, you know, you know, any of the sites that are online, Barnes and Noble, anywhere that you could just go online, type it up, you'll find it. But but I have something to say, Sherry. Anyone who's made it this far on this podcast and has already listened to so much, one thing you make gotta make it a point is come down on Twitter and tweet to me and get connected because I love connecting and meeting with people. So please do that. You know, even before you end up buying the book. <laughs> oh,
1: that's good. That's good. And you know what, Sujit, I am gonna mm-hmm. leave the website www. Life simplified book.com. I'm going to leave. Oh, yes. You. Yes. Oh, yes. yes.
0: That, that would surely help all the readers fetch the book and yes. twitter.com slash Sujit Lalwani yes. will help them connect directly. I think Absolutely. both of them will do. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. For all my listeners, now in the description, I'm going to leave where you can purchase the book, his Twitter handler, and his website, www.sujitlalwani.com. So don't worry if you, you know, miss this or you're not quite sure the spelling and also how to get on that IEU Magazine online inspirational website. I mean, everybody, all my listeners, you need that little inspiration, motivation. You have to go read those articles on that IEU Magazine. Now, One last thought. One
0: of my favorite, favorite messages that I share every single time I'm asked to leave that one thought with everyone. I think it is, it's high time that we realize that we need to move from being human beings to human doings. I think all of us need to realize this and this is the right time to do it. And I'm sure the world will be a terrific place for us to live in.
1: Oh, that's so wonderful. And I know you also have another saying and I wrote it down here. And I say this a lot, but you say it a little different than I am, but it's about celebrate life because it is the accumulation of all the choices you make along the way.
0: Oh my God, absolutely. Life is a sum total of choices that we have made and we have all the rights to just keep celebrating it. After all, it's a creation that we need to be proud because every choice in there is absolutely owned by us.
1: You got it. Sujit, it it has been such a pleasure. And I know my listeners are so thankful for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have shared with them today. I'm
0: so thankful, Sherry, that you had me on your show and thankful to all the listeners who are, you know, fighting hard to make their way up. And they found this wonderful podcast to be listening to. And just so that they don't miss it, Sherry is one of the most inspirational women this week I could meet and bump into and we already have decided to do so many things together.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And we both agree. Sujit and I, this won't be the last time that we speak to one
0: another. (laughs) Not at all. So for all the listeners, if you want to join the fun, we're going to have together and creating so many things. Feel free to connect with us, you know, and we will make sure that you two are involved.
1: Okay, I know you're all listening to me. Now, if you want to re-listen to this podcast, I highly recommend it because I know there's probably nuggets that you missed, right? We always miss things. Redo it and remember to link with Sujit, his Twitter, his website, purchase his book because it's going to be an inspiration to you. He is an inspiration to me. And if I know he is to me, he's going to be when you read that book or or go to his iuemagazine.com. Thank you. Thank you, Sujit. It has been such a pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Thank you, Sherry. I'm not kidding either. And thoroughly enjoyed being with you on the show. Thank you for having me there. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Motivation Zone. I'm so excited I could hang out with you today. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes, where I will bring you more amazing content each and every week. Now make it a great week.